What is good? Let's have some fun. It's the Fundamism Podcast with your host, Paul J. Long, and all things fun. We'll let the fun begin. Woo! What is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. I am your host, Paul J. Long, and we are brought to you, as always, by our sponsor, Charlie Hustle. Visit charliehustle.com to learn a little bit more about their value offering, but I'm certain that they have some fresh teas and apparel that would suit your needs, and most importantly, get you looking fresh and clean. You ever wondered about the difference that you make? You ever wonder how many people actually appreciate all that you have to offer and the, the wonderful things that you, that you present in this world? Today we're riding solo and we're talking about the difference that you make. Yes, you. You might be all alone in your car listening to this particular podcast right now. And I'm speaking directly to your soul. The difference you make is significant. You take it for granted. We take it for granted. I take it for granted. But the difference you make is significant. Dale Carnegie once said that the kind words you and I share today, we might forget. But the recipient might remember them for a lifetime. As you think about your day, you wake up, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, not necessarily in that order, you get dressed, kiss your kids, kiss your wife, kiss your your husband, your spouse, whatever. Ultimately, you get to work. You go through the monotonous tasks of of your daily activities there at work, but also you incorporate a little bit of fun and you interact with your coworkers and you go to lunch, come back from lunch, do it all again. Ultimately, you ride out from work, you head home, maybe you pick up your kids from school, have some dinner, put the kids to bed. Ultimately, you might uh, sit down, watch a show, take some time for yourself, go to bed and ultimately get up to do it all over the next day. But there's so many pivotal moments throughout that day that we forget about, that we take for granted. Take, for example, the moment that you leave from work or the moment that you leave for work. You interact with so many people in those two timeframes. Take, for example, you don't live by yourself. You have family or friends or you know roommates, whoever it may be that you that you live with. As you walk out the door, oftentimes you say goodbye, and oftentimes you throw out one of those empty "I love yous." I love you. I love you, honey. I love you. I love you, kids. When I was growing up, I recall "I love you" being a very important phrase for my family to share. So much so that every time we got off the phone, we said, I love you. And as you're out and about, as you're, you know, 
going about your day, I strongly encourage or challenge you to to not be creepy about it, but to uh, to listen to some other conversations when folks are talking to their family or on the phone or whatever. Maybe hear how many times we hear "I love you," and specifically hear how empty it sounds. You see, "I love you" has just become a check the box deal for many. It did for me growing up. And it's not that I didn't love my family. It's not that I didn't love my mother or my, my sisters, my brother, my dad, you know, my other mother, my other brother, Daryl, Bob Newhouse, shout out. But ultimately what it became is, is just another task, a thing that I felt the need that I had to say, because that's what we always did. But imagine if you, if you just took a step back and realized that, that these words have power behind them. Imagine if instead of taking off for work, you look at your kid and you say, hey, buddy, I just want to let you know I'm really proud of you. I enjoy spending time with you. I wish you a wonderful day at school today. And I love you with all my heart. Doesn't that sound a whole lot better than just one empty, I love you? See, many of us, we think to ourselves, oh, we don't have time. In the morning, I'm rushed. But you have the opportunity to make a difference, to start somebody's day off on the right track. And appreciation could go a long way. See, you make a difference. I make a difference and I... I take it for granted. This podcast, when I first started, it was just intended to be, you know, a credibility builder, um, a little bolt on to my, my value offering, something fun where I get to talk about things that give me strength and that give me joy and make me smile. But it's morphed, you know, throughout time. Over the course of the last six months, I've got to meet some really cool people and learn some amazing stories. But the most interesting thing that's happened is a number of folks that have been reaching out to me to share some kind of thoughtful words about how this podcast is helping them, how it provides an escape from the day or a little guidance or potentially some motivation, which is amazing to me. Because to me, I'm just doing something that I love. It's just something that I thoroughly enjoy. But a byproduct of that or, or is people getting something that's helping to move them forward. Adeline Grace, our little six-year-old girl, she recently celebrated her birthday. And we invited all of our family and many friends over to the house, the Long Family Residence, to celebrate. My cousin Jay is an individual that's been in my life um, for as long as I could remember. Junior high, high school. I mean, when I say in my life, he was obviously always in my life from the day that he was born, because he's a little bit younger than I, but played a significant role in my life as he started to be faced with many challenges in his life. Specifically, Jay lost his mother at a very young age. And so, as a result, him and his father, Todd, uh, brother of my stepmother, um, who really is 
my real mother, just as much as my mother is, outside of just being a biological relationship. You guys are really confused by that, I'm sure. I have two amazing moms. Sandy, stepmom's been in my life since I was roughly two. Biological mom, Martha, has been in my life since day one. Both of them have played a significant role in my growth and development. I love them both as though they were both biological. My biological didn't bother. Shout out to Shaq. Ultimately, Todd and Jay, they lived in McPherson, Kansas, so very rural. And Jay uh, wasn't exposed to much outside of the country life. I mean, he, he didn't get out of McPherson much. It's always been really handy, um, you know, with his hands, uh, great in terms of uh, mechanics, uh, being an electrician, uh, being crafty, just super amazing at that stuff. For one reason or the other, him and I were always a little different in that, not news to you that I'm kind of a lot, <laughs> lots of energy, um, A whole lot of things going on all the time. Got to go 100%. And Jay is a little more reserved. He's not like me per se in terms of his personality style. So I always felt like, I always felt like he may have, you know, looked at me a little bit different. And I always tried to get in with him and I tried to have things that we, that we could find in common, but ultimately we, we didn't. I mean, he grew up in, in rural Kansas, which I did too, but he got into hunting and, and, you know, working on cars and all that stuff. And I got into basketball and clowning on fools and ultimately just having a good time all the time. And, and our fun was just to find differently. So as we got into our teen years, um, Jay actually lost his father. And so he started to spend a lot more time with our family. And we grew closer and closer and closer. But I still always felt like there was like this little, this, this, this tough outer shell. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't penetrate. Jay, if you're listening, note that I just said I couldn't penetrate you, uh, your force field. But as we started to spend more and more time together and we see each other at events and um, family gatherings and whatnot, we grew closer and we started to laugh a lot together. We started to razz each other a lot more. And I started to find that we had a lot more in common than I thought. Then he had children and I have children and you know, ultimately we just, we have a really good time together. I was talking to Sandy recently and she said, you know, Jay is just infatuated with your podcast. I mean, he absolutely loves it. You know, he's always tuning in and he's always wondering when the next one is coming out. And I said, Jay, Jay Pesh, like cousin Jay. And Sandy's like, of course he loves it. So coming back around, to the birthday party. Alan Grace is six years old. Jay walks in. We're all having a good time. And the conversation gets started about the proper length of time for a podcast. I just got done to the Charlie Hustle with Chase. And it was about an hour and 20 minutes. And so I'm asking, you know, what do you guys think is the, the ideal length of time for a podcast? I like these solo casts because they're like 10 to 15 minutes of... Ugh! to start your day off or continue your day, push you in the right direction, potentially create an environment for self-reflection. But oftentimes I, I wonder, especially on the, on the interview podcast, 
what's the right amount of frame, a time frame? And, and ultimately what I've landed on is if I could do something between 30 and 50 minutes, that's enough for a drive to work or, you know, a little, a little brief getaway at home, whatever it may be. Anything longer than that, I feel like is, is more of a burden than a benefit. So Jay pipes up and he's like, you talking about the length of your podcast? He was like, my work, my work day could be, you know, eight to 12 hours. Uh, how about make them that long? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, I listen to that thing religiously. Some episodes I listen to way more than once. And ultimately I could tell you that your podcast has changed my life. And I look at him confused. Cause I'm like, who the hell are you? Like this dude is, he's not one uh, that's very liberal with appreciation. Um, he doesn't just come out and say how much he loves uh, people or things. And so I was really taken aback by you know this comment. So about five to 10 minutes pass, and he, he pulls me aside from the family, and he says, hey, man, I want to let you know that I meant what I said earlier and that your podcast changed my life. He said, your, your podcast on excuses motivated me, got me to look in the mirror and realize that I wasn't where I wanted to be right now at this stage in my life. He said, you made me get off my ass and start my own business. Before that, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I was working in a junkyard. I was working on cars. You know, I was, I was doing side projects. But it was you, Paul, and your podcast and, and the excuses episode that really made me understand that I had more to offer. It's like it, it inspired me. I feel like when you're speaking, especially in your solo cast versus your guest podcast, I feel like you're speaking directly to me and it's something significant. You've made a difference. See, I I take that for granted. I just, I'm doing something that I love and something that I find fun, but to Jay and, and many others, this is a forum. This is a vehicle for you to to find something to get motivated by, to find some skill that you have that you're freaking fantastic at that you take for granted. And ultimately, I'm telling you guys, I am here to be a catalyst, to be a conduit, to ultimately inspire you to do whatever the hell you were born to do because there's so many people that are miserable in what they're currently doing. But if you just gravitated more towards the things that gave you strength... If you found a little more fun in the mundane tasks, if you put yourself out there and you took some risk, if you shower others with appreciation, ultimately you, you have meaning behind your words and you take the time to tell others that they matter, man, the sky's the limit in terms of what you could find in this world, the joy, fun, and fulfillment that you could create for yourself. My cousin Jay, he... He went on a limb. He put himself out there and he, he started a business. It's called Triple Threat Electric. High quality wiring in a timely manner. I admire that. I understand the grind and the mental impact that it takes to, to risk monetarily your time your mental stability, to go out and create something. I've never, done, I've never done business with my cousin Jay yet. I know that he's a stand-up guy. I know that he's got some great reviews on his, on his business. I know he takes great pride in what he does. 
I know that he's grown a ton and he's seen a lot of success. And I admire that. Jay, I admire you, brother. If you want to learn more about Triple Threat Electric, go to triplethreatelectric.net. You can contact them at triplethreatelectric at gmail.com. And I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed based on my experience with my cuz. I feel like he's got a lot to offer. I know that he made a difference with me that day. He didn't just say, man, your, your podcast is great. He said, man, your podcast changed my life. It inspired me to get off my ass and do something different. I make a difference. And I take that for granted. You make a difference every single day. I hope you don't take it for granted. Realize that the words that you share have power. Take the time to express the why behind the what and watch your relationships bloom as a result. This is Paul Long coming to you on the Fundamism Podcast, talking about the difference that you make. Go out, create a little fun for yourself, create some fun in the lives for others, and never forget the value that you offer in this world. You make a difference, so go make it happen. Paul J. Long. Out!